Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that gives you just one illuminating, life-affirming, beautiful page of Talmud every day. And today, on page 48 of Tractate Shabbat, I came across a passage that struck me as so wonderful and so deserving of explication that I called one of my favorite Talmudic scholars, Simon Dunin, author, (laughs) judge on the Emmy-nominated show Making It, all-around philosopher and icon, hello. How are you? I am doing as well as one can under the circumstances. How about you? Same. Hallelujah. And so, as we're looking for things to escape into, as all of us are these days, I came across this passage. The rabbis are sitting around on today's page, and they're asking themselves a question that I'm sure some of our listeners have asked at some point. Say it's Shabbat. You're not allowed to do anything. Are you allowed to stuff a pillow? Now, the rabbis being the rabbis, they came up with this really intricate answer. And I'll read it first in Aramaic because it's very short and very beautiful. And Simon, I know how much you love Aramaic. La kashya which means, look, it's simple. If it's a new pillow, you're not allowed to stuff it. Because if you take an empty pillowcase and stuff it with stuffing, you've created a pillow. And the act of creation is forbidden on Shabbat. If it's an old pillow and it's just not too comfortable and you want to stuff it a little bit and make it a little bit nicer and plumper, go ahead and do it. Because you're not really changing the essence of the pillow. Which struck me as very smart because... Simon, I'd like to confess to you as my my personal rabbi, priest, uh, higher authority representative here on earth, that I have a little bit of a phobia of new things precisely because I, I don't know how they fit in this, you know, the cosmology of my own apartment. Whenever I see something new that I had just purchased, it doesn't feel to me yet like it's real. And I think that's kind of what the rabbis are saying right now. Don't create anything new on Shabbat. But if it's something old and familiar and worn out that you're used to, go ahead and do whatever you want. What are your thoughts about that? Well, the retailer in me, you know, obviously wants people to buy new, new, new. And, you know, definitely my husband, Jonathan Adler, would be all about buying a new pillow. Correct. But I totally understand where you're coming from because, in general, I think with home furnishings and with clothing, things look better when they have a little personal patina, when they're a little beaten in. You know, aristocrats used to pay the servants or the serfs or maybe even not pay them to wear their shoes in, to make the shoes comfortable, to make them look a little worn. Similarly, suits and attire, which was very stiff. You know, there used to be this whole tradition where you'd buy a coat and you'd have to break the back of your coat because the coat would be too stiff. So things look better when they have the imprint of a human being's use on them, in my opinion. Not everybody feels that way, but... I share that with you. And and I think you should probably get past your trepidation about buying new things because it's easy to beat things up and pulverize them and make them your own. And I always think of a particular incident in the mid 80s. I was working in LA at a store and we sold very fancy designer clothing. It was called Maxfield. And one day Jean-Michel Basquiat came in and I think he just had his first show at Gagosian Gallery. 
And, you know, there's a guy with extraordinarily groovy style that wasn't predicated on newness. You know, his, he didn't look like he was wearing brand new clothes. Um, it was very funky, very bohemian. So he bought this brand new suit and he came back the next day to buy another one. And in the meantime, he had wiped his paintbrushes all over the one that he bought the previous day. So literally the suit, when he walked back in wearing the one he bought the previous day, had all these oil paint marks all over it. And of course, it looked absolutely sensational because he put his most intrinsic imprimatur on it. That is an amazing story uh, that goes a long way to, to explaining the way I feel. But let me ask you this question about this element that the rabbis are pointing out, the element of creation. I mean, they are saying, and I think there's a certain a kernel of truth to it, that once you take a, a pillowcase and stuff it and, and make it into a pillow, there's something kind of like godlike about it. There's something very creative in, in, in the literal sense uh, of the word. You are taking something and making it completely new, not just in this trivial way. In other words, it's not just about the action of putting stuffing into the pillowcase. It's about taking something that previously wasn't a pillow and turning it into a pillow. As someone who has designed so much, created so much, is that what it feels like when you put together some amazing display and something completely new? Do you step back from it and say, hmm, this looks to me like I've just created a world? Well, my particular style of display, and I think the way I made my name in the world of window display, I was always repurposing things. I didn't like things to look new. We never bought props from prop houses, brand new props, like, oh, I'll have 10 plastic giraffes, please. We would make one giraffe out of chicken wire, and it would be strange and funky and make things out of other things, make big poodles out of feather dusters. And so I like the idea of repurposing things. And there is something definitely self-indulgent about the mad quest for newness that feels um, like I could see a rabbi questioning that on the Sabbath, you know, this sort of mad embrace of consumerism, as opposed to taking something you've already got, zhushing it up a bit, um, you know, giving it a new life and not necessarily just having to have something new and seeing that as being sort of having a spiritual connection. Zhushing is my favorite Aramaic word. <laughs> Rabbi Simon Dunin, thank you so much for talking to us today. I only hope that made sense. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for having me. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Magazine. If you enjoy this show, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafiomi. I'm your host, Leah Leibowitz. Our producer is Josh Cross, and our editor is Paul Ruest. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic, and we'll see you again soon. <laughs>